Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, about 13, 14 minutes usually, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word. You know, the Apostle Paul wrote, study, or other translations render it, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15. How important it is for us to be in God's Word. These today's Bible class studies keep us in God's Word every day, and that helps us to grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Share these studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, and help them grow in their faith and come closer to God. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. Make that commitment. Start sharing today. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We are talking about Sunday's coming. Are you? Now, again, many people, if you posed that statement followed by that question, they would be perplexed. They wouldn't know what you're talking about. They would probably say, am I what? Because, you see, being at church services to worship God, to study his word, to be in fellowship with their with brothers and sisters in Christ, to remember the death of Jesus on the cross as we partake of the Lord's Supper each first day of the week, that's not in their head. They don't go to church, hardly ever, if ever. And they don't like to think about having a responsibility to be there. But why is the church here? It is the Lord's body. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22 and 23. Colossians 1 and verse 18 and verse 24. The church, Jesus said, belongs to him. Matthew 16, verse 18. It is described as being the kingdom of God. Matthew 16, verse 19. It is identified in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 15 as the house of God the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth, and that would be God's truth, his word. You see such lofty descriptions and identities of the church, those alone ought to impress us as to the importance of the church and my being a part of it. But, you know, one, one particular point we haven't emphasized, as we should, And I want to be sure to bring this out. Where do you think the saved are? The truly saved, those who are saved in Christ, those who have been baptized into Christ for the remission of their sins, Acts 2 and verse 38, Acts 22 and verse 16. Where are they? Are they inside or outside the church? Are they a part of the church or not a part of the church? Acts chapter 2 and verse 47 says, praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Do you need the church? Do you need to be with the church? Do you need to come together with the church to worship God, study his word, praise him, be in fellowship together? Not once or twice or maybe three times a year, but do you need to be with the church every Sunday? The saved are in the church. 
and nowhere else. Outside the church, that's where the lost are. You need to be with the church. Sunday's coming. Where will you be? Well, we looked at a whole list that Ann Landers wrote in her column some time ago, I imagine. Ten different situations to do away with all these excuses. You know, she talked about how cots would be placed in the vestibule for those who say Sunday is the only day for sleeping in. Well, we've got a cot for you. Eye drops will be available for those whose eyes are tired from watching TV way into the night on Saturday night. We will have steel helmets for those who believe that once they enter the church door, surely the, the roof's going to fall in on them. Blankets will be furnished for those who, will be, who complain it's too cold in the building and also fans for those who complain it's too hot in the building. We will, be, we will have hearing aids for those who say the preacher doesn't talk loud enough. And we'll have cotton for people to put in their ears who say, he's talking too loud, he's shouting. Scorecards will be available for those who wish to count the number of hypocrites as they look out among all of those in the seats. We guarantee some relatives will be present for those who like to go visiting relatives on Sunday. There will be a dinner available for those who cannot go to church and cook dinner at the same time. One section will have Trees and grass for those who see, who, who, who think that they see God in nature. And especially, we'll have a little bit of an of a artificial grass area for those who think they can see God on the golf course just as well as in a church building. And then we will have Christmas poinsettias and Easter lilies to create familiarity for those who have never seen the inside of a church building except on those two days a year. Hmm. Well, again, as we read Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 through 25, the Hebrews writer says, let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering. How can I do that? Verse 24 says, let us consider one another to encourage to love and good works. How can I encourage my brothers and sisters in Christ in those ways? Verse 25 says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but all the more as we see the day approaching. In other words, how can I stay strong in my faith, stay dedicated, stay committed, stay consistent as a Christian? I need to be with the church when the church comes together to worship each Sunday. How can I encourage my brothers and sisters in Christ to love more, to be involved in the good works that God has created us to be involved in as his faithful followers, as the church. I need to be with the church as the church comes together each Sunday. I need to have that interaction with my brothers and sisters in Christ, that fellowship. One place, one area, one setting of concentrated prayer is when I come together with the church to pray to God, to pray for people who are sick, to pray for people who are injured, to pray for for people who need to come to Christ for forgiveness and salvation, to pray for the work of the church spreading the gospel throughout the world, to pray to God and just give him praise and glory and honor and to thank him for all of his blessings. 
We need to come before God purposefully and consistently and continually. If we do not come expecting something and we have and we, we leave empty, then we should not be surprised. You know, some people say, I just didn't get anything out of church services today. Well, let me ask you something. What did you put into it? You see, so many people, they have the idea, and, and they probably have not formulated it down into words in this exact way, but it's basically their mindset. I'm going to church to be entertained, now, oh, no, no, I'm not. not. What, yeah, okay, why do you complain that the singing was, was off-key? Why do you complain that the preaching was boring? Why do you complain that the Bible class put you to sleep? Why do you complain about other people in the congregation being hypocrites? See, you want to be entertained. That's not what the church is for. The one, if we could think of, a bit of it as as one who is being served, if you want to think of it from an audience perspective, God is the audience, not us. We're not the audience. We are the worshipers. We are the ones doing the worshiping of him who is looking on, and that's God. If we go to the river without rod or bait, then we will have no fish in our basket later though others have a basket full. We must come to God's feast with a hearty appetite, Matthew 5 and verse 6. Now, some reasons are better than others why we should not come merely to improve a reputation. I heard about a brother who chose a particular church because, at least from the perspective of somebody, they thought they, he was going because he could make business contacts at that particular church. What a horrible reason. He needs to you know, drop down on his knees and ask God for forgiveness and also for direction. That's not why we go to church. We need to not go, out of church, go to church just out of habit, but we need to go to church with purpose. I'm there to worship God. I'm there to remember my Lord's death on the cross as I partake of the Lord's Supper each first day of the week, each Sunday. I'm there to give back to God in worship from the blessings that he has blessed me with to begin with. I'm there to sing praises to God, to glorify him through my worship. And I'm there to be strengthened by my Christian brothers and sisters and to strengthen them through our fellowship together as we come together to worship God. I'm not there just to meet new people, but I'm sure thankful for those visitors who come our way so that we can meet and we can become acquainted and, and, and we can become closer and closer. We can share our, our, our dedication to God. I want to be part of the family of God and that is also how the church is described in the New Testament scriptures. God's family. As we become a Christian, he adopts us as his sons and daughters. I want to be a part of that family. I want to not make excuses for not having to listen to a sermon 
for 25 or 30 or 35 minutes. I want to hear God's word proclaimed. I want to be stimulated to think about how I need to apply those teachings from Scripture to my individual personal life. I want to grow in my faith. I want to hear God's word. Sermons facilitate learning the Bible. They they lay a moral foundation for children and solidify hope and faith. Children learn about dedication to God by being together with their parents as the family comes together to worship God with the church. I hope you'll think about all of these matters. Stop making excuses and look for the reasons to be with the church as they come together to worship God and be in fellowship with one another. We'll go a little bit further next time. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the church. Thank you for blessing us to be able to come together each Sunday to worship you and to be together and help us to count this precious. We pray. Help us to be there this coming Sunday. Please forgive us and hear a prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.